0: Welcome to the Strengthening a Palliative Approach in Long Term Care Alliance podcast, exploring challenges and best practices and palliative care approaches for individuals in long term care.
1: Bahar Karimi is the Executive Director of Long Term Care Services and the Chair of Research at Thrive Group, a nonprofit organization that supports long term care, supportive housing, and assistive living organizations in Ontario. Bihar has a master's degree in nursing, as well as a master's degree in health administration, and is a certified health executive with the Canadian College of Health Leaders. Her passion is advocacy for health system transformation, compassionate leadership, and for mobilizing teams to provide exemplary quality of care and services. Welcome to the podcast, Bihar. Thank you. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. I'd like to begin by asking you a little bit about your career and about your interest in a palliative approach to care.
0: Nancy, my mom was in palliative
1: care unit for several months um, before she
0: passed away. And she was actually receiving end of life care when I graduated from personal support worker program and started my health career. Personally experiencing something as profound as that, can definitely influence the rest of your career direction and the approaches you will have. I became a registered practical nurse. After that, I became a registered nurse and associate director of resident care and director of resident services administrator before my current position as an executive director overseeing our Thrive Group long-term care home. So beyond my personal experience with my own mom, I have firsthand experience of being closely part of the quality of life of residents of long-term care homes and their loved ones and have had the privilege of feeling the difference in the quality of experience when there has been a palliative approach to care.
1: That's great. I think having that approach is quite new, and often requires a culture change. And people need to think differently about the way that they go about their day to day activities. But also, I think at a broader level, you know how the entire organization uh, works together. I wonder if we can talk a little bit about that. Absolutely,
0: uh, palliative approach to care really allows us to look at our residents as a whole human being identify their multidimensional wellness needs. Focusing on early identification of suffering and pain is really, really important, be it as physical or psychosocial or spiritual, even from the time of admission or moving in a long-term care home and putting strategies in place to address these pains and sufferings. When we are able to focus on preventing and relieving the suffering, we know the quality of life naturally improves. People, when they come to to long-term care homes, they have at least one life-limiting illness. So it is appropriate for us to think that way, that palliative approach to care can be expanded to anybody who comes through the doors of long-term care homes to, to live there. And really, a uh, culture change is absolutely needed. This is not something that has been in place for, for many, many years. Uh, this approach is new in long-term care homes. And a cultural change is definitely required towards a person-centered care, a person-centered approach to care. And moving away from labeling people palliative or non-palliative, because everybody, we know everybody can benefit from palliative approach to care. It's not just end-of-life care. We need to think about, are we providing a true person-centered approach to care and services to everyone within our long-term care homes?
1: I really like what you said about really incorporating this right upon admission because, of course, we know that uh, people that enter long-term care have a limited lifespan of usually around 18 months. So, you know, we're really, we're preparing, right? Absolutely.
0: And the care needs of our residents are becoming more complex. We want to make sure that they have the most beautiful experience that they can. And Palliative Approach to Care provides us with some tools, with some resources, and with some strategies that we can make that possible for them.
1: Common sense, right? That all sounds like something that we all want for our loved ones. So why isn't it being incorporated everywhere? What are the barriers? There are barriers. I I think
0: one of the biggest barriers is that As a society, we still don't understand what palliative approach to care means. We feel that if you're talking about palliative approach to care, we're talking about palliative care, end-of-life care, and that might mean withdrawing care. That's not what palliative approach to care means. And it becomes our responsibility as healthcare professionals and, and uh, organizations to provide that information and education for our residents and their loved ones so they can make an informed decision. Because there has been barriers to this, it is not a, a common culture uh, yet within long-term care homes. Now, with the changes to the legislation, we're we're seeing a different approach now, so uh, that hopefully will change with all uh, organizations very quickly. So in your experience, how do you get a team on board? I believe that promoting kindness and compassion and person-centered approach is really the foundation of anything good that care teams can do for those uh, they provide support to. We have done research that shows us the benefits of palliative care to approach and so if care teams, they understand that this is the good thing for our residents, obviously they become more engaged, they take ownership, and they would want to support our residents and families to understand the benefits of it. And then it becomes part of our day-to-day life
1: will become the way to do things. Yeah, and it must happen at every level of the organization too, right? Absolutely. Everybody from...
0: Uh, care teams, to, to support services teams, if they do have that knowledge and information and the tools and resources to provide that type of care to all, then the entire organization culture has shifted already. And we have done everything that we do with the lens of wanting the best possible care and quality of life and experience for our residents and their loved ones.
1: How do you introduce elements of a palliative approach in a long-term care home? What are some of the things that people need to do differently? Great question. It's something that
0: needs to start with the foundation. So we are in the business of care and compassion. So in order to be able to promote a compassionate approach to care, which means person-centered care, which means palliative approach to care then teams themselves need to feel loved. They, feel they need to feel valued. They need to feel safe. They need to feel that we have a person-centered approach towards them. Now, if you have that foundation with compassionate team members, now you can start bringing a new approach to care, which includes educating your team members, the staff, this has been happening in, in all the organizations that uh, have been involved with. We have had palliative teams, which really champion the palliative approach to care. They support us with the education of others. that Not only the leadership team members, but actually frontline staff. Pain and palliative consultants are very, very valuable to bring that knowledge, evidence-based education to us. Working with us through some difficult scenarios and experiences, and walk us through how we can achieve the goals for our residents. Just going back to that person centered care, what is the goal of this resident actually? What is their life goal? So, us wanting to do something for them is one thing, but we need to understand this person has goals and wants and wishes. The most important part is that foundation, the compassionate person-centered approach to everything that we do, then understanding what palliative approach to care means, then bringing evidence-based tools, resources, education, and those external experts that they can help us through all of it.
1: Mm. And so amazing that you talk first about the foundation being the staff and being the team, because You know, as we saw during the pandemic, not only are they vital, but there was so much burnout and we learned about the struggles of the team.
0: Absolutely. And it really doesn't matter how many tools and resources we do have. If the frontline staff that they actually provide that care If they don't feel motivated, if they don't feel the ownership of wanting to do the best possible thing for our residents based on uh, their their wishes, uh, nothing matters. Nothing matters. So taking care of our our team members uh, comes first because they are the ones that they will deliver that compassionate, kind, and person-centered care to our residents at the end of the day.
1: family how are they incorporated into that palliative approach so families have different
0: roles some of our family members they have to be part of the decision making because they are the substitute decision maker for our residents so their role becomes actually more sensitive and important we actually see them as those that we need to care for as well we do have the same approach that we have for our residents towards our family members as well. They value their contributions to the decision-making of not only for our residents' day-to-day life, but for the decisions that we make for the organization. So uh, many of our loved ones and our family members are part of Quality Improvement Committee's or part of our quality councils. They give daily feedback to us on the operation of the homes that we run to make our long-term care homes a better place to
1: live for everyone. Since you've incorporated this approach in different homes, can you tell me a little bit about what you've noticed that has changed?
0: I can tell you that the quality of life absolutely improves. When you have the knowledge of the trajectory of your illness, and you understand those available options fully, then you can make an informed decision. When we do have this palliative approach to care, the focus is to relieve suffering, to prevent suffering, to prevent pain, to relieve pain. So definitely in those areas, when it comes to pain, when it comes to uh, depression, when it comes to isolation, you, we see a significant difference. We also see a significant difference uh, when it comes to emergency visits. So when they do understand the options available within the long-term care home through that palliative approach to care, many of our residents and families decide that they do not want to go through being sent to an emergency home. Right. Right. The other piece, based on this approach, we do a lot of other things such as honor guards. When someone passes away, we all gather in the lobby and then we reflect on how did we contribute to the life of this resident that we loved who is leaving us right now. It absolutely offers an opportunity uh, to all of us to feel good about um, what we have done Uh, during this time that uh, our resident was part of our life and lived in our home. And I can tell you that many many of our team members are happy with what they are doing because they feel that they have done their best. And what is better than feeling that you have done your absolute best for someone who has been part of your life and they have dependents on uh, you for, for some of their care needs?
1: Yeah, that's lovely, and I love the idea of the Honour Guard giving them a chance to honour that person, and that's touching the family, but at the same time allowing them to reflect on their own services. Perhaps these types of rituals and ceremonies make it special and allow them to, to see this as a human experience and different for each. Absolutely. And
0: that, Nancy, that is exactly the reason I'm talking about that foundation of compassion and person-centered care. And you really you cannot do your best and you cannot provide the best care possible, best care and best services possible to your residents and their loved ones if you don't have that foundation. I can tell you that any of our residents who pass away It's like losing a family member for all of the team members. These are human beings that we build relationships with that we care about deeply. We care about themselves. We care about their family members and their
1: loved ones. I wonder if you could talk about advice that you would give to administrators who really want to ensure a successful palliative approach in their own organizations. I would start with
0: Understanding the current status of my team and my home. Uh, Do we have an absolute compassionate, person-centered approach to care or not? If we don't have that, we need to start there because that's everything. And then really being open to bringing change, bringing evidence-based approaches to care. Palliative approach to care is an evidence-based approach to care being open to creative solutions. And one thing that for those who have not started is to bring in some external resources. So collaborating with the regional pain and palliative uh, consultants can be a first step for anybody. Then really setting some foundation as, as some policies and some procedures so we can all know what is expected We're all doing the best that we think we can do, but there are some options out there that we might not know about that some of these external experts can support us with. I really believe that as leaders, it doesn't matter which leadership position we're in, we set that culture. Whatever we do in our daily interactions with anybody, with our team members, with the residents, with families, does set the stage for the rest of our team. And equipping ourselves with some tools and resources, education and information so we can have that person-centered and compassionate approach to ourselves, to everyone around us.
1: Yeah, and I've got to think that that leadership is so vital right now. There is a concept Nancy, it's called
0: compassionate
1: love or
0: compassionate leadership that I recommend all administrators to look up. And that is applicable anywhere we are. We are in a sector that we deal with some of the most vulnerable members of our society. So if we can promote more compassionate love within our organization, That is something that would be not only beneficial to people around us, our residents, our families and our team members, but also ourselves. But if we spread that love, spread that compassion throughout our daily interactions with everyone and we actually feel it in our hearts, I can tell you that definitely it comes back to us from all those people around us as well.
1: That's wonderful. Thank you for speaking with me today, Bahar. It was
0: my absolute pleasure, Nancy. You've been listening to the Strengthening a Palliative Approach in Long-Term Care podcast. For more information about our project, visit spa-ltc.ca.